Welcome American Nation. In this episode, we reached a very important milestone, and that is the end of season one, the season one finale. As you know, I love talking to to make school alumni, so I thought, what better way to end this se- this season off with an alumni from the newest graduating class of make school, which is a milestone for make school's history because this person is from the first class of make school, class of 2020, to get an accredited degree. The first class to graduate over Zoom. The first class, a lot of firsts here. The first class to graduate in the middle of a pandemic. And I have someone from the class who I saw and I was in the audience when he gave him an awesome speech at graduation. Tony Aura. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I am so excited to talk to this, uh, this alumni. He's a software engineer at Yelp. I don't know much about him. I did not have the chance to interact before May School, but I did look at the Facebook post May School put out about him. He is from Romania, moved to Oregon, attended May School because he felt theoretical learning does not help much in the age of the internet, quote unquote. And he, I, I'll let him take his story from here because the Facebook post is not, for those of us, this episode is for those of you who don't think Facebook can tell you everything about a person. Let's get right into the episode. Hey, what's up, Tony? Hey, how's it going? All good, man. How are things? Good, good. Just chilling. I was playing with my nephew a little bit earlier. Nice. What about you? All right, man. Uh, I see you got you rocking the new make school sweatshirt. Oh yeah, yeah. it's comfy. It's good, and like I feel like make school sweat is pretty good. Like they get like soft hoodies and stuff. Yeah, the best. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have. I don't have much. Um, much other. What's the word? Much other like swag from other places that I can compare it with, but yeah. it satisfies me. Yeah. By the way, is there, are there, I know you're in San Francisco right now. Ha, have there been like protests or anything? Uh, oh, I'm not in San Francisco. I'm in Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Uh, but like my roommates are, one of my roommates is in SF and like, I don't think there's been any protests and stuff. Yeah. Maybe there have been. I should look it up. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, like, it, it, but it's like, it's kind of inspiring to like, see like all the stuff with George Floyd right now and like how it just like rallies people together. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Crazy times we live in. Cool, man. Well, anyway, this is time for the podcast interview. Um, as I said, we were, we were messing over LinkedIn a couple weeks ago. We're, we're recording it right now, by the way, just, just so you know. Oh, okay. Um, so I just I just wanted to get a, a sense of your story, man. I thought you had an awesome you you like your class is the first one to like again graduate from A school, graduate over Zoom call. Yeah, pretty interesting stuff. So um, I have a confession to make. I was looking through like your LinkedIn profile, and I want to, I want to start all the way back when you were in Romania. But to be honest, I, I gotta say, like, I've never, I never knew anything about Romania before this podcast when I was uh, researching you. So, uh, I don't know. Did you just research Romania right now? Yeah, I was thinking about, like, where is it? Like, where, where I couldn't even, like, point out to you on a map, to be honest. Like, oh, that's funny. So, in maybe like a two to three minute summary, like, what is like, like, broad overview, what's it like to grow up in Romania? 
Um, I feel like it's like pretty, it's like in Europe, so it's like pretty kind of first world-ish. It's like the lower end of like first world countries, I'd say. Like, it's not like super wealthy, but you definitely get like, you know, it's like good schooling system or like relatively good and like, you know, like the basic needs are kind of provided for most people. So like, you know, I I wouldn't say it was like the it's like the US, but it's like it's like almost there in terms of like economic um like kind of standards of living. Um yeah, and like I basically like w- was born in a small town in like the mountains kind of thing. And then when I was 5, I moved to one of the bigger cities in Romania. It's called Cluj. And that's, I think now it's like, it's like being like growing like crazy because they have all these festivals and stuff. So now it's become the European capital of youth. I I don't know if it still is, but it was voted that like two years ago. And then when I was 17, I moved to Oregon and finished high school here, after which I moved to San Francisco for make school. Cool, cool. And so like the the education system, like in in Romania, is it like just like the US? Like you go to high school at like 14, then you stay for four years, that kind of thing? Yeah, more or less. There's some differences. I feel like, I feel like the school is tougher in Romania and it's kind of like you're pushed. It's like the content that you do in like higher grades would probably do in like one grade earlier on average like kind of on average i'd say it's like it's like differs for sure and like for example like math for sure is like put a lot more emphasis on and like here you can like take algebra too and then you don't have to take any of the other classes but in romania i think it kind of so it's like a different system because basically like at the end of middle school you we have a placement test and then based on that test, you get to pick your high school. And then like high schools have like different focuses kind of thing. Ooh. So yeah, so I went to like a computer science high school. And like, so there was a lot of focus on like math and physics and like, you know, computer science. And yeah, in terms of like uh, timeline, it's pretty much the same. Nice, so it sounds like like, so you came into like America knowing like I'm gonna go to school for CS basically. I mean, I knew I liked it for sure. I didn't really know what was gonna happen. Like things just kind of, I was kind of going with the flow, I guess. And like, um, so I knew I liked CS and I knew I was good at it. So I knew that that might, that's like a good path for me to take. I wasn't really sure what was gonna happen. And then um, I was applying to like universities and I had like I was basically trying to get into a private university that's like close by here in Oregon and like I had the acceptance letter on my desk and everything and then I wasn't really like too excited like I was gonna I was gonna eventually open it and like you know sign it and send it back and be like okay fine um but I was just kind of procrastinating on it which is always a sign that like you know, I wasn't too excited about the prospect of going to college. Yeah. And then I found out like a video about make school one night on YouTube. And I was like, oh, this seems like an interesting place. Let me like check it out. Cool. So the, like, it was kind of just like by luck almost you, you found make school. Yeah, I mean, luck. 
you can i i don't really think of it as luck i think of it as like i was it was like meant to happen like yeah. it was the path that i was gonna take yeah but it just you know came in at the right time yeah it's like like we make our own luck like you were you were like because I'm, I'm thinking about myself i was we kind of have some similarities like i started coding at 14 and like like i but in a way i kind of also found makes my luck like one day i just googled like CS college where it's not like four years. I didn't, I didn't want to spend four years in, in college. So, and then it just mm-hmm. came up. So like, but if I didn't have that one Google search or even if I hadn't got, if I hadn't had like that initial interest, like who knows where, where I would be. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's interesting. It's like, thanks. It also like kind of takes courage to go to something like make school. Cause it's like, so like, you know like out there like especially when i went because it wasn't accredited uh, like it was still because i went three years ago not uh, so it was still like just like a program like you build projects and then you get a job if your projects are good so it's like really a wild shot to like go to this place in like san francisco you don't really know is it legit or not and like you know yeah yeah, and I, I guess that's one of the reasons I do this podcast because like there's so many people that just don't know that like like it's a real place like like there's actually a guy named Captain Rainbow you go and it's like he's got like his hair is crazy but he'll teach you all this cool CS stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like makes school. I, I don't know. It has like its pluses and minuses, but I feel like it's overall good. At least for me, and like was a good experience. Yeah. So now I'm thinking like. So you, you, you find out about make school and what are people, did, did you tell other, like, what was your first game plan? Did you just like apply right away or do you like go to your parents about it or were there thoughts? So they still had the summer academy program at the time, mm-hmm. uh, which is like, you go for like, I think it was eight weeks. So you go for eight weeks and you just like build something and then you ship it to the app store at the end. I think they had a, like a, at the time they had like a VR track, a, iphone apps track and an iphone games track so i joined the games track i i like told my parents about it i joined the games track and i went to san francisco for the summer which was like kind of crazy because it was like my first time going away from home i just kind of like had to like be on my own so it was that was like definitely like a very like maturing summer and like i also like got to build my first game and i was like oh okay cool like it's like the end of the summer and I have something on the app store and I think it got like 2,700 downloads or something. So I was like, wow, this is like pretty, I don't think I would have actually done this like at a normal college in the entire four years that I would have been there. So like, let me, I, I that's when I basically decided like, okay, I'll give like product college a, a shot. It seems like it could be a good experience. Yeah, I love that. Like, like, like you, it's it's crazy to see like how much people grow in like such a short period of time. Yeah, especially when you like go away, like all everything that was like kind of like taken care of for you, you have to do on your own now. Like even just like go showing up to like a new place where you're gonna live where you've never been before, and you're like on your own, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna figure this out, or like going grocery shopping, all these like small things. I feel like they just like boost you up like crazy dude that's like that's that's i i like we should go into that because like like i could i could think about like from my own perspective like how did it feel like when you like you land in san francisco like like was it like a dark stormy night and like you just 
and like you just landed by how, how'd you get to san francisco um i think i i flew it was like kind of i don't remember what time of the day it was but it was definitely daytime and i just kind of like i had i know i had like a they there was like a program for like um like travel abroad kind of thing like you could sleep in you could like stay in someone's home Mm-hmm. And I decided to do that instead of the dorm because I wanted, like, I could get my own room and stuff for, like, basically the same price. So I did that and I just kind of, like, arrived at the people. I took an Uber to the people's house and then I just, like, settled in. And it was kind of, like, it was, like, very, it was crazy. for Even though I had, like, a place to stay and everything, it was still, like, so crazy that I was, like, for the first time, you know, far away from my parents, like, on my own. Dude, it's, like, surreal. It's just, like... Yeah. So did, did you know these people or was this like something you got off like Airbnb or something like that? Yeah, it was, it wasn't Airbnb, but it was something that's similar. It was for like exchange students, but it was during the summer. So they probably didn't have that many exchange students anyway. So I just kind of used that. I think Mexico recommended it to me at the time. Yeah. So nice. yeah, I don't think many people did it. Most people stayed in the dorm. I don't remember why exactly I didn't stay in the dorm. I think that just seemed like a better deal to me. Dude, I guess. So, so I think I want, I want to ask you about the dorms now. Cause like I saw like in, in the Facebook post that they made about you, like May school, like one of your favorite memories is actually being in the dorms and like being able to hang out with people and that kind of thing. Oh yeah. So after in like during the summer academy, I wasn't in the dorms, but like product college, I lived in the, in 851. And that was still when like, we basically had the first, the second floor for like make school students and like all the other floors were Minerva. So like, I don't know, it was to me, a lot of people had like beef with Minervans and stuff, but to me it was like really fun hanging out with like make schoolers and also just like Minervans. Cause like, it was like, so like people from like all like ranges and like all kinds of people. And we even threw like this like crazy party at one point, it was like, okay so like we weren't supposed to like have any alcohol but like i think what my friends did like make school friends is like they put alcohol in like soda cans and then we just like had it like every like it was like a crazy experience and like just like hanging out in like dorm rooms and like chilling and like you know there's a lot of like good memories from that time yeah but i also it's like 851 so wasn't you know the best dorm experience so after like a couple months we moved out i think it was like april of the first year we moved to an apartment gotcha gotcha how would you describe like how the culture like have you seen like any big culture shifts like when you first got there were like was it more like um i'm just curious like how how were people like how do you think people treat themselves at at that time versus like up to now yeah, there's a bunch. Like, the biggest differences happen definitely because of the accreditation. Like, so when I went there, there were a lot of people. There were some people like me who were just, like, unsatisfied with college. Well, I guess I wasn't. Like, I hadn't tried college, but I just knew that it wasn't, like, the path for me. But there were also, like, a lot of people who just went to college for, like, two years or so and then were like, nah, it's not for me. I'm just going to try something else. But there were also people who were, like, in their, like, 30s or 40s and they were trying to do like career switches and it was like very interesting kind of 
hanging out with like all these different types of people. It wasn't like we were all like one age group or one like, you know, it was like all sorts of people from all ranges of life. And um, yeah, so I feel like kind of that's like one thing that changed is like make school since it got accredited. It's definitely like a lot more targeted towards like the college age demographic. So I feel like one thing that changed is like there's not as many people who are like in their like 30s or 40s or like, you know, older. But, you know, those people are also like super cool. They added a lot to the community and it was like lots of wisdom. Yeah. But, it's you know, it's not necessarily like a good or bad thing. That's just one change that happened is like the age. The age demographic is a lot more narrow now, I feel. Yeah. And... um Besides that, I feel like on our year, there was like a high expectation that we, like we all knew that we weren't gonna get a degree. So people were like really like building projects like 24 seven, we didn't have much, like, I mean, there was structure, but we didn't have any grades or anything. So we were just kind of like, you know, like if, if we didn't agree with something, we could just like pave our own path basically. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and th that's like, you know, again, it's not necessarily like a change for the better or for the worse. It's just like, kind of like, it's still, because now people have the, um, now people know that in two years they're going to get a degree. So yeah. people usually plan like, oh, hey, I'm going to stay here for two years. I'm going to like get good grades and also I'm going to build some projects. But during our year, there were a lot of people who were like, okay, I'm, I mean, make school. My plan is to like get out as fast as possible. So I'm just gonna go crazy and like in six months I'm leaving. Yeah, and like I feel that's why like uh, like I've, I've talked to like Noah Woodward. I, I had Eric Sanchez on the podcast. Like all these guys, like like by like spring or like uh, summer of their of like your junior, they were like basically out. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. It's definitely like. I mean, I kind of, like, personally, I chose to stay in make school for the degree just because I felt like I wasn't in that, like, I wasn't in a hurry to, like, get anywhere. You know, I can, like, one, I, I think it's basically, like, there was a person in make school, you probably heard of him, Tassos. Have you heard of Tassos? Uh, say his name again? Tassos? It was, like, anyway, so he basically, he was, like, in his, like, 30s, so we called him, like, old man Tassos. Uh, and like he, he basically like was telling us about how like people he was the first person to kind of pioneer the two years he was the year before us hmm. and he decided to stay for the second year even though like at the time make school didn't have a lot of like classes for second years like he was kind of the pioneer of the second year program and like his father he was saying like that basically um in life you're gonna have very few opportunities to just be in school and be focused focused on yourself for like an extended period of time like most of the time you're gonna be working for one in one place or another so people really should like appreciate more the opportunity to just be studying and be like focused on themselves and their growth so i kind of took that to heart and i was like you know that makes sense i'll stay i'll stay finish my degree and then get a job at some point too 
Nice, dude. So like, it sounds like you, you, you took advice from an older student and like that kind of helped you like carve the path basically. Yeah, a lot of people in our year especially were like, definitely even after we make schools, we found that the make school was getting accredited. It still wasn't like very like, you know, the it was still like very unclear what was going to happen and how things would go. So a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm not gonna like, People are still trying to get out as fast as possible. Most people, at least. But then, like, you know, it was. I was kind of thinking, like, even if I don't get a degree, I feel like staying for the second year might be worth it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. And then, like, it turned out that I was able to get a degree. Yeah. A little later than expected, but still good. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. To, like, so it kind of just worked out. I want to bring you back to you, you. You mentioned something about like people had to force their own paths. Um, and I'm just curious, is there like a, a specific, like, is there a memory you have associated with that? Like, can, you, can we talk about, a, like, what, what was like the time of like, you really think about like, this is when I really went above and beyond, like, like I carved my own journey at make school. Hmm. Like a class or. What to think about that one. I don't know if I have any examples for myself. Like I was kind of like going along with the classes and like the curriculum, but like also like, you know, there was this, like the classes, it's almost like it's more in the structure of make school that the classes were there to support your projects and like help you like build the stuff you want to build more so than the projects are part of the class curriculum. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, no, I think it, I I kind of see where you're going because like I know like in on your LinkedIn profile at least like and I've heard from other people like the stories like you've like met top you've like you you've been an instructor at Make School for iOS apps and like you know so, and there's that story about the time you helped Alan with his linked list uh, lecture that that kind of thing was it was it a different data structure? Um, I think it was sorting sorting yeah yeah Tell um, me about that. like like how does how does a person like like how did you come up with that first of all i feel like i just wanted like it was kind of like you know just like doing different things trying out stuff and um i was like i really like the cs classes i feel like alan is like an amazing teacher so i was just like huh, i wonder if there's a way for me to like do something cool and like I, I really like like the games he was doing in class, so I just approached him one day. I was like, "Hey, Alan, can we like, uh, can I? I want to teach a class. Can we do something?" And then we kind of sat here there and figured something out. And I was like, "Okay, well, if I could come up with a card game, or like, we just kind of like did like a bunch of different sorting using the cards, and then like that was was like a quick kind of decision." I don't know. I feel like it's just important to like get out of your comfort zone and do like fun things. Dude, yeah, and, and that's and that's no small feat because like you know even today he's still like I I just took the the sorting class so. That oh, yeah, like, that's fun. I I had no idea that he was still using that. I was just like, did you did you do the card game? Uh, so we did a card game. Well, we did our sorting class like remotely. But oh, yeah. in uh, in CS 1.3, like the people go through a, a searching, a class on searching algorithms, and like then we definitely did use a, 
he like passed out different cards and it's like binary search versus linear search. Like how does it, you know? mm -hmm. So you're still like, uh, you just finished up your first year, right? Oh, uh, we're, we're about to go into summer term. So after summer term, I'll be a, a senior at Mix School. Okay. Uh, can you pick up some like noise on my end, by the way? I think somebody's drilling something outside. I can close my window if it's needed. Uh, no, no, you're good. Okay. Are you sure? Oh, I'll close it anyway. This is bothering me. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Are you good? Let's see. Uh, so I gotta say, like, um, one of my other questions for you is like, kind of just, um, just like how your mindset changes when you're at May school. Um, like, like when you were at May school, like, like. And it seems like, in my experience, like a lot of things like people used to think were important, like back home and whatever, like they start to change. So did you kind of have that experience? Like, how did your priorities and like your mindset shift once you got into mixed school? Oh, yeah. So I feel like there's two components to that. Like one is just living on my own. And the other one is actually being at mixed school. And like, so I feel like for the being on my own component i was just kind of before being at make school i was kind of like i guess it's kind of interconnected but so i guess before i was like playing video games all the time i didn't really i was like doing my school work really fast and then going back to playing video games i used to be like a huge gamer i would spend like all day just like playing 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 and then like during the summer academy it was kind of like I got a break from that for the first time. Like I just didn't have my gaming computer with me. And I was like, you know, I had, I was working on projects during the day and like during the evening I would like go do groceries or like go work out or something. So just not having that, like being moving to a different place and not having that influence on me changed me. But also just like being at make school, I feel like the biggest change kind of happened after a few months when I realized, like, I just had this moment of, like, realization. I was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, not getting a degree from this thing. That was before I found out it was accredited. But I was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, not going to get a degree from this. It's, like, what, like, in that moment, like, just, like, considering the fact that I could, like, be out of make school and just not, like, my projects aren't good enough and I just don't get a job. And I'm, like, back to baseline, basically, at the end of the two years but with a bunch of debt added on. And I was just like, I guess I just had this moment where I realized how much was actually on me. Like how much I, I like, I basically had to really carry my own weight. There was nothing at the end that would like be like, there was no, no promise at the end of this basically. Mm. And I feel like after that, I really kind of, so for the first few months of make school, I was kind of just like doing the classwork, like working on some projects, but like, kind of chill not taking it too seriously but after that I really like had this moment where I just started like putting a hundred percent in and then like by the time I found out that make school was getting accredited I was already in that hundred percent mindset and I feel like I kept that afterwards but it was definitely like the scare of not having something at the end that kind of changed me the most yeah, Tony, like that's that that part is like really inspiring to me because like that part is like, like you don't like you don't know like what a person does in that scenario because it's like 
it sounds like it was that forcing function like like first of all like you're in a different place like your parents aren't gonna like bail you out or whatever and like the second is like like you, you didn't have that like cushion almost like like people was like associated cushion with having a degree yeah yeah kind of that's exactly what it is like I just, you know, it's way, it is way harder to get a job if you don't have a degree, I feel like, or not, maybe not way harder, but at least for like first jobs, I feel like it definitely helps to have a degree. So you really gotta, I, I knew that I could get a job from, by not having one, but I, I was like, I really have to put like everything in, like, otherwise it's not going to work. And that was like the moment when like, it's kind of like my whole mindset just changed it after like maybe like two two terms at make school maybe in like my third term that's when it like really clicked how do you feel like um how do you feel like make school has changed your mindset so my, so yeah that's it so like for me like i'm like you like i came out out of like um well first of all i was born like in a different country too so pakistan uh, I moved here when I was two, though, not when I was 17. So, like, I kind of, I kind of spent my whole life as an American. And so that, that part probably doesn't matter. So, I, like I said, I found me school at 17 years. I started coding at 14, right? And yeah. for me, like, it, it, moving to make school, like, it wasn't as much, like, a struggle for me, like, video gaming. I kind of feel like, like, I used to play, like, sports and, like, um, my dad was in the military, so, like, the way he raised us was, like, to stay off, like, kind of those, like, addictive vices, like, almost, like, like, in my house, like, dude, there was, there was no, like, there was no drugs, there was no, like, mm. video games, any that, any, like, we just stayed away from that kind of stuff, so, thankfully, I feel like moving to make school in itself, like, that transition, it was also my first time being away from home, but, like, like, me, like, I woke up every day, like, thinking, like, like like you said you're on your own like like you got to make the time like worth it like 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 because every day my mom was like calling me over like like every day like how are you doing and yeah like it, like 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 if you're not making i just thought of it like like making the time count like if you're, if you're gonna be away from your family and like everything you do basically like you gotta just pedal pedal to me so I, w- I wouldn't like like for instance one of the one of the hardest things for me was like I noticed when I got to make school, like I would have a hard time getting up in the morning. So it was, hmm. I don't know if it was like my, it was like a back problem or like, like I was just like wake up in the morning feel like, oh man, do I really, do I really feel like going out there? Like, like, it's like every, every, every street was unfamiliar. Like every, like there was fear, right? Uh, hmm. One of the recent podcast was like all about fear, but like, you know, another voice in me would say like, you got to get up, you got to get you got to get to the gym, right? I work out, like, before make school. Like, when yeah. you're still, like, going there physically. And it's like, you got you to get to the gym. Then you got to get them back. Then you got to get to class and just keep on, like, from there, like, executing, you know? Like, making things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of – I know moving to a new city can be kind of crazy. Dude. So big. Are you still in San Francisco right now? I went back. So, once the, once the learning went remote – uh, I moved back to Boston, so hmm. in my parents' basement. Cool. So, what do you think of remote learning? Dude, remote learning? Like, I'm thinking, like, cause now, like, I thought, I think it's going good for myself, but like, for the juniors, the new juniors coming in, like, 
like that's kind of an experiment like what's gonna happen when like you only feel like it's an online experience coming to Mexico yeah is it gonna be like do we know if Mexico is gonna have in-person classes in September or online or is that still undecided I think Jeremy said that the fall terms like so term one term two would be like on-site optional so probably oh, interesting most of us will stay I think I guess most of us will stay virtual but then spring yeah. is like come January like I think currently the plan is to have everyone just come back and make it physical yeah a lot of uh, companies in Silicon Valley have been just like like Twi- I know Twitter and Square did this where they were just like I f- they basically figured out that like remote work was working out pretty well so they were like oh we're not gonna we're not gonna make anyone ever come back into the office if they don't want to like you still have the option of going into the office but basically like they made all work kind of like remote friendly that's cool. like yeah a lot of companies have been i think i know facebook recently announced that they are basically for like a um large part of their workforce going back into the office is not going to be mandatory and i feel like it's kind of like a trend that's like going for silicon valley right now so it's going to be interesting to see what happens at the end yeah dude. yeah the situation is like evolving too like yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know enough about like the vaccine, but like maybe they're gonna come up with a vaccine sooner or later for Corona. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's gonna. It's definitely gonna like change the way that we like do a lot of things. Like with the, I know somebody. I think it was Andrew Yang saying that like he, we basically did ten years of. Uh, 10 years of progress in 10 weeks or 10 years of change in 10 weeks. So like a lot more companies are looking for like automation solutions. So they save money and like, there's going to be like a lot of stuff happening. A lot of, a lot more remote work for a lot of companies. And it's going to be, yeah, it's definitely going to change the way we like interface with each other and like with work. Um, that, that's actually a good segue into what I, I want to also ask about was like now you're at Yelp right yeah so some things I want to ask about like what it was to get into Yelp um, I know you got your internship for Yelp uh, during the summer before uh, senior year is that right so I was I was like a super senior so I had my junior year then my senior so in between my junior and my senior year I, I taught the summer academy because that was the last summer academy that happened in Mexico, school and then they switched to summer classes mm-hmm. and um during after my senior year i got my yelp internship and that was like during the summer of 2019 yeah. and then uh so i basically started because i still had to take like some GE classes. I had like three more, four more SNLs, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, so I started doing SNLs and then Yelp allowed me to just work four days a week once I started full-time. Got it. So I've been doing four days a week since then. And now because of COVID, they basically like our whole org changed to four days a week to save money while the pandemic is happening. So I'm still working four days a week. That's pretty, that's pretty nice. Uh, 
so so like as a, did you go to a recruiter for the Yelp um, process? Um, I think I asked Megan for a referral because I know it's like way easier to get a referral than it is to like go for recruiters. Like you have a higher chance of actually getting your foot in the door. I feel I think. Nice. Or I guess I guess recruiters work too, but you have to like find someone, like message them. You know, it's if you if you know someone who's like connected at the company that works just as well. Nice. So they basically like Megan like recommended me, and then they send you like the hackering challenge, or then that was like a twenty minute kind of like you know solve this to get your foot in the door, and then I had like a one forty five minute interview, and then two more. 45 minute interviews after that for the internship. Okay. So three rounds total basically. Yeah. And why, what was there like a specific reason? Like what made you interested in Yelp out of all the companies? Um, so I we went on a field trip to Yelp. Like during our first year, I feel like we went on a lot more field trips than afterwards, just because we were only 40 students. So like everyone could go on every field trip. So, like, we went to, like, Yelp, Facebook, GitHub, and a bunch of, like, other places. And um, mm -hmm. so I, I feel like Yelp just kind of struck me as, like, this, like, chill, friendly place where everybody was, like, it was, like, a lot of, like, fresh out of college people or, like, people in their, in their 20s. And it just struck me as, like, a nice culture and a nice place to be. So I kind of, I was like attracted to it ever since then. And I was like, oh, damn, I'd really want to work here. And like a year later when I actually ended up working there, which was nice. But like that was definitely, Yelp was definitely like my gold company from like my junior year. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's also a very like chill, like work schedule compared to some other companies where people work like 10, 11 hours. I feel like usually I only I'm at work from like ten to five. Nice man. Dreams do come true. Yep. Sorry, my nephew's like screaming around. <laughs> That's fine. Um. Yeah. Do you have any like goal companies that you're trying to get into? So that's that's just a good point because um for me it'd be like Microsoft because um right now I'm actually working on. A shout out to Jeff because Jeff got us um, a, a summer challenge project. So basically like this, this way, this summer, there's like two, instead of like having like having companies to visit and having internships and stuff, Jeff made a, he got us an opportunity where like at Microsoft and Lyft, their, their software engineers can come and they're going to be like mentoring like groups of students working on a passion project over the summer. And then, if you if like if you really impress them with all the stuff we learn in SPD and like how we conduct our engineering sprints and scope projects and and like know how to build real world stuff like that, that's like a that's like a for us that's like a golden way like a, a portfolio project to get the point door for an interview. So is that what would you get? Is there like a promise that you might get an internship or full time at the end of this? Uh, I wouldn't say like there's no promise, of course, uh, but but like yeah, I mean like the possibility. Yeah, yeah, it's like it, it's like a real like Microsoft engineer coming to be your your industry mentor, basically. So. Oh, that's cool. 
look forward to building up that relationship. Props to Jeff. Are there any shout outs you wanna you, you, you give a you give Alan a shout out. Who who's like your what are all the shout outs you wanna Oh, I have lots of shout outs. I don't know, I feel like the biggest factors in my success were definitely like my friends and just like being around people who are like I guess I think I was like definitely one of the youngest people to make school when I joined. So being around a lot of people who are like, you know, 25, 26, maybe like 30, like definitely older than me. And they've been through stuff and they knew, like they basically all knew what they were at make school for. And they were all like super driven. I feel like that's kind of rubbed off on me for sure. So like definitely like, you know, all of all of the like people in my ear and everyone like afterwards, I feel like they were great influences. And like all the make school stuff, I feel like has been great, like super helpful. Alan's classes were my favorite for sure. Like I just loved like solving those like CS questions. It was so fun. That's awesome. So, and it, and it kind of, it, so I'm curious to see like what your thoughts are on this. Do you like, now that you're back in Oregon and you like, you have like, are you, do you still talk to like your old, like any of your old high school friends? No, oh, high school friend. I still talk to my high school friends from Romania because, like, those used to be my friends for, like, you know, kind of like maybe 10, 10, 15 years. Almost like, you know, I knew them ever since I was a kid, and then we spent like a lot of our life together. But, like, in Oregon, I don't feel like, like, all my friends were kind of like, um, you know we're good at the time but i haven't they weren't that close connections so i haven't kept in touch i see yeah what about you so for me like um it's it's like for me it's the biggest difference like all like a lot of my friends like went to cs and but like they're they're like i, I feel like like at makes you kind of grow up faster mm-hmm. the kids sure. other, other cs colleges you know, like, like, cause you have to figure out like how to, how to cook for yourself. And like, it's like, for instance, some people like maybe after college, that's a, like a, like you find a way to get a job, but now you're also living by yourself. Like maybe you move out of your parents' house, but like for us, like we, we may have already been prepared to do that because like in the A5 one, you're, you're cooking for yourself all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I feel like my, for example, my like high school friends from Romania, those are like, you know, people I used to play a lot of video games with. And like, we, like even after I moved to Oregon, we would still like hang out and play video games. And now I just kind of like, I like now that I was in quarantine, I kind of got some time to catch up with them. And I was like, oh, sure, I'll play a few video games with you. But like, you know, I could do it for like a day or two. And then I was like, yeah, I need to do something else. I can't do this anymore. But for them, that's still like, it's almost like I kind of moved to like the next stage, but they're still like progressing onto like, cause it's just like being like pushed out of your comfort zone. So, so strong. It like really makes you like mature faster for sure. Okay. Yeah. It's like, like, and, and it's not to like say like those people are wrong or whatever, but right. it's just to see like how people's goals are different. Yeah. It's definitely, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I didn't have that many goals going into make school. 
but then just being around so many people who did have goals has kind of like made me also like you know you're the who i don't know who said that but you're like the product of the five people you hang out most with yeah definitely rubs off on you yeah so i'm thinking you know i, I want i want to kind of wrap this up but some some quick tips for like future make school students i want to hear your take on like who who was like when you're at make school what was your favorite like place to go to or person like what would you do to get to deal with burnout because did you ever have that experience um well personally i feel like doing burnout you mean like just like working like through the night and like i mean, what you mean burnout with like whenever like you or like a person feels like I, I don't know if i can keep if i keep doing this you know like like that kind of imposter syndrome or, or like yeah, oh, yeah just feeling exhausted i feel like it's definitely important and i've always had this kind of value in mind that it's not all about work like you need to like really like you know take some time for yourself do a workout like take time to sleep hang out with friends you know, take care of your diet. I feel like those things are like the foundation if you want to be a good engineer. And like there's people who like pull all-nighters and stuff. And I've always felt that if I just sleep and take care of myself, well, I'll do more in like three or four hours than if otherwise I would during the whole night. Yeah. Or like, like, mm-hmm. What were you saying? Uh, well, I mean, like that, like the research is on your side. Like, like, like that's kind of what science says. Yeah, but for some reason, people seem to think that like all nighters are like a good thing. I guess it's kind of like a fun cultural thing to do an all nighter. Like it's almost like, oh yeah, I did an all nighter. I guess it's not bad to do one every once in a while. But pers- like personally, I feel like for me, what I found to be the most productive is if I really like take care of myself and like instead of working a lot work like you know in like a considerate amount but don't you know just like get to the place where I can be like fully focused while I'm working even if I don't work as much and like in terms of like when you're actually like you sit down and like I say I'm gonna code for the next three hours what's like the biggest like um like habit change or like improvement to your like your workflow over the past six months? Um, I don't know. I feel like for me, the biggest factor is like how excited I am about what I'm working on. Because mm-hmm. if I'm excited about something, I have no problem sitting down and just pounding the keyboard. But if I'm not so excited about it, I'll probably get distracted and like start watching some YouTube. But I'll like, you know, I'll like watch YouTube on the one side and like code on the other, but I'm definitely not as like intensely focused on it. And I feel like what what's like super useful is if you have like a friend who's working on the same project and you're like sitting next to each other and you're both like, it's like very, I don't know what it is, but it's almost like the mirror receptors in your brain are like okay we're doing this together we're like pounding the keyboard working on the same project it's exciting let's keep working yeah so kind of like in a, in a co- like it's kind of like a coffee shop setting you go with your friend and it's like like this peer pressure like let's just, let's just get this thing done 
Right. I wouldn't even, I don't know if it's peer pressure. It's more about like just the feeling, like, as I said earlier, it's about like, if I, if I'm excited about doing something, I'll do it more fully. And I feel like being around people who are working on the same thing is getting me more excited. And I can just like, it's not like I'm being pressured into it. So I want to do it more if I'm with other people. Got it, man. So you got to say like a couple of quick questions I have for you. Um, first one is if you had, if you had a make school student in front of you, right? Like a new junior coming to the, to the school or even like a, a new senior, like someone from my class, what is the best coffee shop to go to when to, to code in, in SF? I love another cafe. It's like pretty close to my school. It's like six, five-ish blocks away, I think. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, I, I, I haven't been to too many of the coffee shops. Is it called Other? It's called Another Cafe. Another. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I've seen that then. Yeah. Yeah, really? that's like my one of my favorite coffee shops. Um, I think it's my favorite coffee shop. I just really like like the atmosphere there. I feel like it's really good to work at. And I feel like that's definitely the one we spend most time at um let's see i like david rio chai bar but that one's that one's okay it's like it's like up there but definitely not as high as another cafe got it so i feel like especially like if you're at make school i feel like that's like the best closest one and it's definitely like nice i just kinda i like sitting at the bar because they have a bar like that's like facing the window so you get to kind of code and you're like looking out the window while you're doing it just kind of like nice like if every once in a while i want to like take a few minutes off i just kind of stare into the window and it's like i don't know i per personally i feel like another cafe is the best yeah yeah i mean that, that's a good take so and then also advice that that you give to someone on finding housing in sf oh finding housing um well it's a personal question for me right now. I don't know. I feel like we didn't do that good of a job. Like 851, I don't know how much it is right now, but when we joined, it was like so expensive that we kind of just like, so we live at the Olum right now. It's like a luxury building kind of thing. But we looked at it and we were like, oh, okay, this place is like two blocks from, it's like two blocks away from where make school used to be back in the day from where it is right now we were like okay it's two blocks away from make school it's like expensive but somehow cheaper than 851 so i don't see why we would keep living at 851 let's just move here and then we just it's like i don't know i guess it depends what your goals are right like do you want a nice building do you want like proximity or do you want like price and um so we kind of just picked, we were like, okay, this is like, it was like a really nice building and it was like cheaper than 851. So we were like, okay, we need to like do it. Um, and besides that, I feel like we, one advice that's actually pretty good, I feel, is we used our ISAs as proof of income when we signed our lease. Hmm. So we put all our all our four all four of our ISAs together, and that was like 160k a year. And they were like, "Okay, you can move in here." But we did. We weren't actually like, you know, none of us had jobs or anything. But it kind of worked out. Okay. So that can be useful, hopefully. Yeah. 
maybe we should clarify that with a lawyer first, but, you know. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, it's just an apartment. It's not like, they accepted it. That's all that matters to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm joking. Man. Uh, my, my last thing is, I, at the end of every episode, right, my last, my last thing I ask the guests is to come up with a question of their own to ask the audience. So, you know, we, we're going to oh. have a lot of, like, make schoolers listen to this. Um, what is the question you have for the, the Maker Nation? That is? Oh, okay. Let's think about this one. Um, well, it's a question that I'm not really going to get an answer to. So it's more of a question that I, I should want people to ask themselves, right? Um, I guess it's something, it's how are you, what are you doing every day that's making you slightly better it's making you it's making your day slightly better than the previous days Mm. like what do you not necessarily this is like a lot of people talk about like two-year goals and stuff but like i guess my question is more about what are you doing that's just like improving your quality of life today because i feel like if every day you ask yourself that question over eventually you're gonna like slightly slightly make your life better every day and eventually you're just gonna have like a pretty good time dude that's awesome and and we could we could get you like have responses like you want we could like you want to like tap you can send me an email and like we have people email you responses that kind of thing oh yeah okay well i can this is it's fine no if i if i reply you can like slack me or like linkedin me yeah responses Right. Are you, are you, you're still on Slack, right? I am. I don't really check the Mixful Slack very much anymore, but I'm on it. Cool, man. Yeah. Right. Anything, anything else um, you want to say or you want to? Dude, I got to yeah. say, like, like, um, like, I, I, like, I think that was like, um, like I said, I, I listened to your speech over the graduation. I'm just like, I had to get this guy on the podcast because like, you know, like, like you, you, you kind of saw, like, you, you're kind of like the first child, like, if, if, for make school, like, you were there from before accreditation, and then, like, as they went to probably college, and now today, like, fully accredited school, so. Yeah, Hopefully it was definitely, like, a crazy transition, like, I, I kind of, I made a Facebook post when make school got accredited, I was like, I didn't go to college, college came to me. Because it's literally like, it's like the most crazy thing. Like, who would ever expect a school to get accredited while you're at it? Like, that, that's like, how many schools do you think get accredited every year? Like, one? Not even. I mean, like, like this is probably the, the one in like maybe a hundred years, maybe not even, like, not every year. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's definitely like, I don't know. It's like very interesting to just go through the make school experience and see it evolve and stuff. Because it's definitely like every year, I feel like make school is getting slightly better than the year before. Like there's like I've, always there's like pluses and minuses, but I feel like there's slightly more pluses than minuses. Like the year before, as we didn't really have any like classes for the second year because they weren't really developed then the year our year 
we had some second year classes, but it was still like not fully there. And then for your year, I feel like it's gonna, or like for the year after us, it was like even better. And for your year, it's gonna be even better. And like, it's just like, you know, solving all these small issues that's gonna like eventually get make school to be like better and better. And I like that it has like, it's like it has the startup mentality, so it's still like trying to improve, even you know, um, even though like like other colleges they kind of are like so settled in and they've been around for like a hundred years and not not much is changing, but I like the thing that I like about Mexico is like every year it's like getting slightly better, hopefully. Okay. It's it's in the making as. as yeah. It's a, for sure in the making cool yeah, well, thanks for having me i enjoyed chatting with you yeah man. appreciate you man uh, uh when this when this episode comes out i'll let you know for sure okay sounds All good right. take care man peace peace